Hello, and welcome to Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate, a show about buying and selling homes in Montana and the power realtors and power lenders that make that happen. We are your hosts, Colleen Wood. And I'm Alicia Retz. Each week, we will discuss the housing market, how to navigate it, and what questions you need to be asking yourself along the way. But that's not all. We will also dive into how to navigate the ins and outs of being leaders in business and how to build a robust and dynamic team within that business and navigating the world as a career-driven professional, all while raising a family. Join us as we share our highs and lows in real estate, business ownership, and motherhood. All right, girlfriend, let's talk all things HELOCs. Okay. So, um, yeah. What are your thoughts? I've heard a lot of people are trying to get them now with rates increasing. Yeah. People are trying to get liquidity. We we have, uh, (laughs) we have a HELOC on one of our homes just to have, to have it as a a backup. Yeah. Yeah. And it's nice to just know that it's there. Yeah. So a HELOC is an acronym explaining acronym for home equity line of credit. And it's typically only done on a primary residence. So you can't, I had a gentleman asking the other day, he has an investment property in Big Sky, lots and lots of equity in it. And he wanted to get a HELOC on it. So typically, no, it's only available on a primary residence. So, but a lot of people are asking for HELOCs right now because they're trying to gain liquidity. They're trying to get options. Inflation is high. People are trying to get access to that cash. So like we've talked before about protecting people's cash. And we've talked about like why people shouldn't be buying properties for cash right now because liquidity is king. Cash is king right now. Having a nice little mortgage, even at a higher interest rate, it's not higher, a normal interest rate of like 6% is, is still a better use of your money than it is to completely drain all of your liquidity. Exactly. Okay. So why are you telling people, so what exactly, how much are like his interest? How does that work on yeah. HELOC? How is that all? So the difference between a HELOC and a normal uh, fixed interest rate mortgage is that a HELOC, uh, their interest rate is attached to prime. So there's prime plus a margin. So prime is that interest rate when, when you hear the news out there talking about how the Fed has increased interest rates. That is not the Fed increasing mortgage interest rates. Right. The Fed is increasing prime. And prime is the rate at which banks lend each other money. And so when banks lend out money that is based on prime, they charge prime and then they add a margin. So add a little bit more. And that's what the bank gets paid is that margin. They're, they're going to get that bit. And then that's what the rate is that you pay on your HELOC. However, that number can change because when prime adjusts, which has adjusted upwards twice this year and is expected to do so potentially eight more times yep. this year. I've heard that, that, that as well. I was just at a yeah. community yeah. meeting thing and they're saying they're meeting eight more times and chances are they're going to increase yeah. it every time. Every single and time. And like I said, it's between a quarter and a half percent that they've been raising it. Yeah. So you can continue to probably three see quarters that. of yep. a percent. Yeah. When you get a HELOC, that interest rate is not locked in at that number, at that fixed rate, like your normal fixed rate mortgage is going to be attached to prime as prime continues to move. So when prime continues to walk up, guess what? Your payment continues to walk up as well. So suddenly your your HELOC that you thought was just this little line of credit that Which you have. Which is totally what I have right now. Yeah, it's just this cute little line of credit that I have. Well, if you're using that line of credit and you have it char- anything charged against it, now your payment is going up, 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 up. Because a half of a percent in an interest rate, you know, can start to make a pretty big difference in your payment. And if it's potentially eight times, we'll just say that they, you know, increase it a quarter, you know, eight times. What is that? One, two, three, so two percent higher? Okay, so I have a question. And they've already done it half. So we don't have anything against our HELOC. We haven't pulled out of it. Yeah. Um, 
Can I just close it? I don't even know. How if do you don't work? have anything against it, then just leave it. But if you were, if I was to give you advice and yes, you please. were saying, Colleen, I need $100,000 to do a kitchen remodel or to invest into another property. I want a home equity line of credit so that I can do that down payment. And I would say to you, I think that that's a very poor decision <laughs> because, you, because you're going to use that money and you're not going to be able to pay it back in a short time. So Prime is going to continue to increase. So is your payment going to continue to increase on a home equity line of credit? I would recommend to you that you just do a cash out refinance on your home because you could do a cash out and refinance you know on what, a second home investment property or a primary residence. And you know what your interest rates you are. You know what your payment's going to be. There's no surprises. I'll tell you right now, it's not going to be 3%, but it's going to be, I mean, prime plus a margin. I just priced a HELOC for a guy the other day and it was six and a quarter. So what's the difference? You know, that six and a quarter after eight adjustments with prime could easily hit 8%. Right. So where we've used our HELOC before is when we're in between um, flipping, flipping homes. Yeah. And so like what, maybe one's under contract, but we're trying to buy the other one and we're going to have that cash really quickly. That's a short order thing. Right. And so that's where it's been really beneficial for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and that's a good idea. Right. And, and it's been nice to have it, especially because we don't know much of our home and so forth, that right. it's a pretty decent line. But this is, this is good because I need to sit down yeah. with my husband and chat this out well, a little bit Well, if it's going to turn over quickly, like, yes. you know, if you're like, so we will do, sometimes we'll do a home equity line of credit second on something. If somebody is, you know, going to sell a property in the next month or so, right. month or two, even six, even six months, and, and that money's going to be able to come back and they're going to pay that off. That's an okay thing to do. And that would okay. be a good use of a HELOC. I feel a little bit better that, I, that yeah. we're not effing everything yeah. up. Yeah, no, that's a better use of a HELOC. <laughs> it's when you're not going to be running into that money anytime soon. Like, and you could potentially... Like the kitchen remodel. Yeah, the kitchen remodel. Unless you're maybe doing the remodel to put it on the market and sell yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Right. So that might not be a bad idea. But the other thing to remember too is remember last time that we were in a recession and things were interesting. Remember how the banks kept pulling all the, everybody's HELOCs and calling them due? Yes. Remember that? And it was awful. I had, and I know I've talked about this before, but I did mostly listings when I was in Portland during the depths of terrible recession. And so many people were coming to closing with cash because they had a second mortgage or HELOC or something that they weren't being able to pay off. So they had to pay someone to take their home. Yes. They'd come with $10,000. I think the most I saw was $75,000, but they were selling their home and had to come to closing with that cash to avoid foreclosure. Yeah. And it's because, you know, if you go and extend on a HELOC, $150,000, $200,000, and suddenly the, your bank calls your HELOC due and you don't qualify for a refinance to pay that off because someone got laid off, someone the, got laid off, interest rates are higher, blah, blah, blah. You know, you're not in a great position. You can't refinance. You're forced. You're literally forced to sell your house in order to pay that off. Oh. What a horrible place to be in. So I would highly recommend for those of you that are kicking around ideas about getting and just need access to cash, right? The cash is in your home. Everyone's homes right now is worth, are worth a ton of money right now. We've all seen amazing increase in value on our homes and you have access to that equity through a cash out refinance. Know that the interest rate is not going to be what you probably have. It's going to be higher. But we have a gentleman right now that we're, we're visiting with about a cash out refinance. And by doing a cash out refinance for him and paying off his other debt, we're going to save him $1,400 a month. Wow. And he's having a hard, which is $17,000 a year. He's having a hard time wrapping his head around whether or not that's a good idea because the interest rate is higher. And we're like, $1,400 a month. It's a mortgage payment. It's a mortgage that payment. That is huge. Yeah. That is so huge. How cool is your job that you can really change someone's life? $1,400 a month 
I know. at different times in my life would have been absolutely that was our paycheck in, in parts of our lives. Exactly. You know, that it's was like having a second job. Exactly. I think that was about when I made my first real job. Yeah. <laughs> it was about that. Yeah. That was before taxes. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And was, I was pumped about it. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm rich. I made over a thousand dollars. So yeah, definitely. I know that people are, we're, we're so attached to these super low interest rates. They're just not on the shelf anymore, guys. They're not available. We have to sell what's on the shelf. It's no longer available. You missed that bus. Don't miss the next one. I totally agree. And just because looking back, like, oh, I could have had it there. I still say lock in now because it's only going to keep going up. Get in mm-hmm. now if you're able to, because mm-hmm. it's almost impossible that interest rates are going to go down this year. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. And maybe we'll be eating our words, but I would be very, very, oh, very, wouldn't very, that very, be very crazy? shocked. I mean, would we be so grateful? But, you know, I had a gentleman who went under contract on an investment property and he did not have such phenomenal credit. And so I quoted him an interest rate and it was at 7%. And it was an investment property. He wanted to put minimal down. It was not so great credit. And his interest rate was 7% in this current market. And that's pretty normal. Right. And there's nothing you can do about that. There's nothing that I can... It's not me. Right. I'm not doing it. Right. Um, I just have to quote what's on the sheet. Right. And he decided to back out and of the contract. And I asked him why. And he says, I'm going to wait until interest rates are back to 5%. I'm like, oh, honey. that I mean, that could be... That could be three or four years. Did he hear you, you think? Mm, I think he's going to be back. Yeah. I think, he's, I think he's kicking himself for not moving forward on that property because think about the money that he could have made in an, as an investment property on a property in Gallatin Gateway. Oh, you yeah. Know, like, and he wanted to be able to, to rent it. Like think about all the money you're missing out on and potential income because you decided to not move forward with that. And if things continue to appreciate even a little bit, that's even more money you're missing. Exactly. So you got to get your head, like stop thinking about the rate and think about the investment. And can you make your payments? Can you make your payments? Yeah. Are you comfortable? Mm -hmm. This is just where we are. So Mm -hmm. can't think about the past. Nope. You got to decide whether or not you're going to move forward. And you can't, you cannot just freeze. So people show up in different ways, right? Especially in times right now when things are difficult. They're going to do one of three things. Either they're going to flee like they're going to run away, quitters, like we've seen in this industry mm-hmm. where people are quitting. They're going to freeze. They're going to do nothing, like guard their eggs. Yep. You know. Which, uh, which also is going to keep things more flat. And again, yeah. the fear that we we're talking about, it's going yeah. to create more of a downward spiral. We're seeing a lot of freezers right yep. now. People are just freezing. Yeah. And, um, and then the other way to approach it is to fight it. You have to do something like proactively be doing something to move forward. And that's for investors, as people that are wanting to buy homes in Montana. And this is not just happening in Montana, but... Um, you know, continuing to rent for the next two years while this rides out is absolutely just pissing money down the drain. Agreed. Well, thank you for all the information. You're the best. Thank you for joining us today. Tune in next week for another episode of Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate. 